Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's the most resilient parasite? Primetime with Isaac Insu. Can build cities, can transform the world write all the rules. That's what I'll be doing every single night. Which is why... No, 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 no! I have to steal it. What are you talking about, Willis? This is Primetime with Isaac and Souk. It's going to work. It's passable, okay? This, this isn't terrible. The best in local, regional, and national sports. With no hidden agenda. Primetime with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. Hey, what it do? What it do? Thanks. Welcome back to you. And son of a bitch. Very tan, very handsome still. Yeah, I always get uh, bummed because when you always come back from vacation, you just you tan real well. Yeah. I, I tan okay, but it's a process. I can't get tan in a week. You come back always bronzed, and it, uh, it's, uh, I always get a little jelly. Yeah, I have a little darker skin complexion. My brother's very jealous of that, too. He's, you know, he's a ginger. He's a ginger with no soul. I mean, but, you know, you see those people that are out there vacationing that are you, – you see the – like there's a whole – there's eight other levels to what you're saying. Oh, yeah, the permatan. Yeah, have you seen those guys and women that are just, there's just the leathery. It's unbelievable. Brown everywhere, like yeah. perfect yeah. tan yeah. at all times. Yeah, and but when, I want to I be that. See, that always freaks me out because I figure, like, that, and then you get into George Hamilton, you just become a saddlebag with eyes. Yeah, see, he's orange, though. See, he faked tans. <laughs> he's a L.A. That's L.A. Yeah. I'm talking about the people that you can yeah. tell. Live, live on the you know around the beach yeah. or they just constantly have their shirt off and they're just they're permatan when uh the last time i remember that is we we rented like a like a duplex in belize and it was right on the water and the people that were that rented it to us were the owners so they lived permanently in the the other half of it and he was probably 60 and he looked like the guy from uh, White Lotus, the first season of, or at first and second season of White Lotus. The 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 guy that's that's sick. Um, I the, just finished the second season. Wait, he was in both seasons. Yeah, he was in both seasons. The the Jennifer Coolidge is uh, love interest. Oh, Greg. yeah, 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 Greg. Greg. I couldn't yeah. remember what his name was. Yeah, Greg. He looked Greg just, of Black Lives Matter or the Bureau of Land Management. Yes, yeah. Bureau of <laughs> Land Management. And he was that. He every morning he went out and he did the uh, the surfboard with the 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 parachute. Parasailing, shoot, Let's whatever. Kiteboarding, something like that. Kite. Sailboarding. Sailboarding. Kite. Maybe sailboarding. Kite sailing. I don't Boarding. Know. It's got to have board. It, it's not a. Yeah, it's a. It's a. It was a surfboard, but he's Wait. got the. Okay. He's got the little parachute with it, and he would go in a speedo, and nothing else, 
and there was not a inch on his body that was not like what you were talking about. And he was bald. Yeah. And he shaved. I love he, that. he was like a peanut. He was he was and he was the exact color of like one of those like you crack open that peanut's a little too dark. You're like, I don't know about that one. And it, it's exactly what you were talking about. And I thought to myself, when are you not tan? He's just and that's all he does. And I love the fact. I love that, it because it it covers up a lot of other things. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. like well, when t- you look like that, yeah, tan looks better. It take you look better. Yeah. And it takes people's eyes off of your your other yeah. flaws. When of which I don't have many. Because <laughs> having there are pl- a few. having played at BYU, we had a lot of Polynesians on our team. And as the the white O lineman, we would always get bitter or bitter because tan fat looks better than white fat. Yeah. And the polys because own. you don't notice the fat, you notice the tan. Exactly. And so the polys they they dominate. The poly fat guy dominates the white fat guy because he just looks better. Like his body doesn't look any better, like in shape wise, but just because he's got the darker skin, he looks way better. And so we were always always jealous of the tan fat. Yeah. If you if you want to look better. Throw yourself a little bit of a tan and you'll But a real tan. A real tan. Don't go fake. No. You can tell the difference. You can tell the difference. But a real tan will make like a 25% increase in your yeah. looks overnight. Yeah. No, you're right. Uh, kiteboarding? Kiteboarding, sure. Or perhaps windsurfing. It wasn't windsurfing. Windsurfing is where the, the sail is attached to your board. He had the big... It was like he had a parachute, but he was on a little board and he would go cruising around in a Speedo. And he's just this old dude, and that's how he spent his days. So kiteboarding, the board is attached to your feet like a snowboard. The sail is more like a parachute. That would be it, then. That's kiteboarding. That's and kiteboarding. windsurfing, also called sailboarding, has a sail attached to the surfboard. The difference is nothing is attached to you. So no. if you fall off, yeah. it's probably gone. No, he was a very tan kiteboarder that left nothing to the imagination. Yeah. And I thought maybe hey, he, I thought maybe he was stuffing, too. But I could, you know, it was, you know... Well, that's great. Uh, you were you were in f- uh, Philadelphia. Philadelphia, yes. We, uh, me and my buddy, went out to uh, Army Navy. Army Navy. Army Navy. It was uh, a the... very popular sporting event. Uh, no recency bias. That's the best event I've ever been to. Really? Yeah. It's uh... and why is that? Well, I mean, I know kind of why, but well, like for me too, it was one of those when my dad my dad was a Navy guy, and when he got sick, we put together a list of things that we wanted to do when he got better and he never got better and uh the top two on his list where he wanted to go to the indy 500 and he wanted to to go to army navy and uh i did the indy 500 really quick after he passed and then um for whatever reason army navy just hadn't happened in the seven seven and a half years he's been gone and so that was one so i was excited to go but i don't know there's just there's something about there's something about that game. Like they brand it America's game. Like when you when you you show up at, at Lincoln Financial, the big science is welcome to America's game. And I don't I got caught up in a little bit. And I'm not the most like America guy in the world. Um but when you go there, and I said this to my buddy, I said if I don't care what political leanings you have, I don't care if you're right, left, I don't think I care if you think America is the greatest place on earth or not. If you go there with an open mind and you don't get a little Welled up. If you don't get a little, um, you don't get a little country pride. I, I generally feel bad for you because that's the best we have to offer. Those kids aren't playing for the NFL, right? Those kids aren't playing for fame and glory. Those kids are are they're serving our country. Those are the people that are going to go fight future wars. Those are the people that are going to go lead our military. And those are people that are putting a commitment into their lives that I can't even fathom. 
and they're not doing it for for any other reason than than a love of it. And I just it, it's incredible. So you go there and you know just the the heated rivalry, but the brother kind of brotherhood in arms. Every single person that I met was the nicest person on earth, whether they were army or navy. And I was wearing navy stuff for my dad. And I ended up army probably outnumbered the navy people three to one. I ended up hanging out with almost all army people, meeting incredible people, getting names, getting numbers. We were sharing different photos. Uh, the pregame was like nothing I've I've ever seen from you know both both sides. Uh, well, the president was there, so we had we saw Air Force One. But before the game, like they dropped paratroopers um, from both both sides, Army Navy fly into the stadium. Everyone's going nuts. Thousands of the cadets and midshipmen lining the, the stadium. The black, for when Army comes out on the field, the Blackhawks and Apaches come right over the stadium, followed by Navy running out. And as soon as that's done, the F-18s come flying over in formation and Navy comes running out. The national anthem gave me absolute goosebumps because it's sung by a joint choir of cadets and midshipmen. It's just, it's, and then after the game, um, you know, and it was the first overtime game that it, it, that had ever happened in Army Navy, and ended in in great drama. And then to be able to go out on the field and, and be able to sing and watch that, and we ended up, uh, me and my buddy ended up in the middle of the cadets. The, the when when Army won, we ended up in a sea of the cadets singing um, the Army anthem. I, I just I was I was sobbing, so I just couldn't have asked for a better experience, and it made me feel. I always say that I, I get jealous sometimes of some of the national pride that you see from other countries when you watch like the World Cup or you watch the Olympics. And we're such a big place that it's hard to find stuff that brings us together. And that's what I mean. If you go to that and you don't feel a little bit of that national pride and you don't feel a little bit closer to your fellow man, then I generally feel bad for you because I think you're missing out. I think you're missing out on, on something really, really special. Well, do I have to go to Philly in December, though? Uh, next year it's in Foxborough. Oh, and then the year after, even worse. They're they're moving it around. I think five locations in the next five years. Oh, really? Yeah, I thought they always played in Philly. They they've played it in Philly for a number of years, but they're they're bouncing it around. I think it goes to Foxborough next year. Then I think it's in New York. I think it's a Giant Stadium. They're playing. Uh, yeah, I'd go see that one at the Raven Stadium. I think because you know obviously you know Maryland yeah. is where the Naval Academy's at. Of course. And so Phil, but Philadelphia was was really cool. You know we did the Rocky Steps and yeah, Philly's a cool city. And, don't get me wrong, but December, nah. I mean, that's that's why it's kind of a weird... I mean, it's a great game. They say it's like one of the best sporting events you can go to, obviously, as you're describing. Yeah. At the same time, you have to go to Philly in December. Yeah. And that's but kind of... It's like... Mm. It, we at least got... Um, we got... For Philadelphia in December, we got good weather. Did it you? was it was about 40 degrees and uh, sunny. And because the next day when we were roaming around Philly, it just dumped on us, which kind of sucked. It was hard to check out the city when you're getting rained on. But for the game, yeah, it was cold, but it was... I, I zero complaints. He's you know wore a coat and some gloves and bundled up and um, I just the, everyone I met, you just instantly, you instantly became like everywhere you go, someone was just like, "Are you Army Navy?" And I would say, "Well, today I'm I'm Navy." And I said I had appreciation for both, and I would tell them about my dad, and and it was like, "Well, we're gonna have a drink." I bet you I had, uh, I had way too much, but I'll bet you I shared a drink with fifteen different groups in the two and a half days that we were there, and. You just it, it was it was awesome. It was the it was the definition of of brotherhood. Of it didn't matter where you were from, didn't matter what side you were on. Everyone was there to appreciate it, and it was just an incredible group of people. And uh, I'll I'll never forget it. I could not have asked for a better experience. It was all that I wanted, and then some. Yeah, I think it's kind of one of those games you got to experience. You can't really 
It's hard to. Yeah, it's yeah. Everybody says that. Yeah. But then you just got to go to feel yeah, it. Yeah. There's a couple times I was there with my buddy where we both laughed afterwards, but neither one of us wanted to be the one to cry. <laughs> so I would look, uh-huh. I'd look over at him and he had watery eyes and then I'm like holding it back. And, um, a lot of grown men. If you, if you want to go see a lot of hard grizzled men crying, go to that thing. Cause there's definitely some moments where there aren't you know, dry eyes in the house. I was just thinking, so, um, you were out what Thursday, Friday, Friday, Thursday, Friday, yeah. Wednesday, Friday, Thursday, just, just Friday. one day, just okay. one day. I was out all last week. I was in Mexico. Okay, so which would you rather? You would you rather go to Mexico <laughs> or Army? I mean, yeah. Look, we both had great vacations, and while you were sitting there um, talking about that, I thought to myself, you were talking about hope in like giving you like this feeling, yeah, yeah. the feels. It's the best one that I've had in a while. It's just so funny how you and I are very different, and that gave you that feeling. Yeah, I had the same sort of feeling, but it was in Mexico. And it's more of a hippie vibe than, <laughs> than yours. This was, uh, by the way, this but, is not a hippie vibe at the Army Navy. Camp. I know that I'm saying, <laughs> yeah. like you, you kind of have the red wave vibe there. Yeah. Uh, and I've got more of the hippie vibe because we went to a town called Loreto, Mexico, mm-hmm. and it's about uh, halfway down the Baja Peninsula or the yeah uh, the the Baja Peninsula. I've stayed there for like a day and a half, but I didn't. You've stay- been to Loreto? Yeah, it was a like. A- Along the the trip where I was staying in different places, so I was there, but I was there for a you know a day. In Great some town, change. yeah. Great town, very yeah. rustic, very authentic. Not a lot of tourists, uh, but the coolest thing there is it's an it's a water preserve. The water uh, along its coast, it, they have five islands, and they have preserved it as a national uh, uh, preserve. Right, mm-hmm. so uh, they take you out in boats. To, to check out all the wildlife and stuff. And you want to talk about a little bit of hope. Seeing hope, at least from my perspective, was going around there and seeing all the wildlife, like the dolphin. A marine biologist told us that if you see, uh, say, 100 dolphins on the surface, there are a couple hundred more under the surface because that's where they keep the babies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw probably 200 dolphins. Just, wow. Just, and they're there every day. Like, they're just chilling and and swimming and jumping and doing their thing, you know, what dolphins do. You know, maybe even, like, cackling. Yeah, some dolphin, you know what that is? They're doing dolphin things. That's dolphin horseplay is what that is. Right. And then you see all the wildlife, you see the birds, and you see the beach, and there's not not one piece of trash. There's no camping. There's no... I mean, it's it's a preserve, right? So mm-hmm. it when you when you flow through it, and they'll take you through it. You go, you pay five bucks. You go on these tours, or five, pay, or uh, yeah, I think it's a hundred pesos. Uh, it's really like eye opening as to what the world can be like mm. when you take care of stuff, and man doesn't kill it all. <laughs> you it's know, a, it's a novel concept, I mean, it's, right? It's really unbelievable. And so uh, that that <laughs> listening to you talk, your hope story yeah i also had a hope story because i was we were we were you know it takes a while to get out there 30 minutes or so and so you're going back on the boat and you're looking around i'm going you know what that gives me hope that if we just can take care of stuff like they do this here maybe uh you know the the wildlife was flourishing there was all kinds of stuff to see um maybe we maybe we're not gonna all die well now i'm bummed that i didn't spend more time there um again, yeah you didn't see that's you didn't know that was there did you? i didn't know it was there very unassuming well, again it was a it was a drive-through yeah. it was one of those like hey we're staying so you you, you roll up for half a day beaten, yeah it's, yeah it's not it's a very off the beaten path place although you can fly directly in there which is another advantage of it but it's uh yeah it's slow i mean it's yeah. slow it's small but it's freaking awesome but it's it's cool well, you, hope is is an amazing thing and whether you get it with that or whether you get it what what i had at the at the the army navy game 
I, I just that makes me feel good to hear that you saying that when you came back because I do feel like sometimes we uh, we have a deficit of hope. I think we have a tendency to focus yeah. on a lot of the negative, and I, right. I get why the negative can beat us over their head. And it's good every now and then to be reminded that there are some beautiful things in this world, whether it's you know we preservation, had, you yeah, or you know or, some patriotism. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you. We couldn't have had two different experiences. Two P-words. You never thought you'd hear on yeah. the opening segment. <laughs> but we about. both came away with the same yeah. the same feeling. Same feeling. And, that's, that's and it a, is a good feeling. It's a great feeling. It's a, it's a good feeling. Yes, that will carry me, especially around yeah. the holiday season, whether yeah. you're, again, whatever you're celebrating around that time of the year. That's a really cool. I, I, feel, uh, I feel good. I feel uplifted. Yeah. Well, look at that. We're back. Your now, bros are back. Now I kind of want to see some uh, dolphins. Well, they're, they're, uh, they're black dolphins. Mm. So I don't, I don't know if your uh, if your racism is Damn such. It. I'm not really sure that that's. <laughs> I'll overlook it this one time. I'm not sure they'll let you in. But uh, no, we're uh, we're back. We're back for like half a week. Ryan Buckley over there. Yeah. Hello. How I didn't have to go anywhere. Also had some hopeful experiences. My son loves Christmas <laughs> lights, and he. Yeah. Around five o'clock every night now, we take him outside, and he just wants to go look at all the lights in the neighborhood, and it reminds you that like. In the world where there's all this crazy stuff that bothers us all the time, there's, like, simple stuff that make other people so happy. Mm, yeah. Cool. Yeah. How about that? And uh, uh, Buckley told me off the air he did a 180 on a on a drink. Oh, that's true. I did. The eggnog. Yeah. Oh, you're a nog man now? Wasn't before. I don't think I'd ever had the right kind, but our, our neighbors had us over for a little holiday cheer over the weekend, and she made like a Martha Stewart homemade eggnog recipe was from it, scratch. Was it liquored up eggnog? Or? With mm. bourbon, rum, and cognac. Oh, come on. And huh. it was fantastic. Come on. Interesting. It's like, so it's like drinking pancake batter, but apparently delicious batter. <laughs> yeah, like way it was. It was more. It was honestly more between like a uh, a milkshake and a homemade whipped cream. It was like it I was love fluffy. Guy. I'm not. I'm not yeah, a. Not I'm not a nog guy. Again, it and I was like, not. It was like I'm drinking Saturday. batter, but you know. Yeah. All right. Well, now. I, well, thanks for bringing us some. Well, look at Buck. Look at you. <laughs> look at me. Look at us. We're holding hands. Yes. We're hopeful today. It's the holidays. I, I was instantly when I got home. In the holiday spirit, because yeah. while they do have Christmas trees up in places around there, mm-hmm. it's not like here, man. It's not the same. So I'm I'm back. You know, I, the second you step step uh, step foot in the airport, it's just Christmassy mm-hmm. and the music. I'm in the spirit, man. That's good, man. The holiday spirit will get you. Let's go. It's wonderful. Now, uh, this week, well, it's kind of brief. Yeah, I hate to tell you this, but uh, short show Wednesday, no show Thursday. The very popular no show Thursday. Yeah. Uh, people love it. Yeah. Backed by popular demand. The Seahawks are playing the Niners. So we have to cram a lot into basically three days and then we're on vacation again. Let's go! <laughs> and I'll be going to uh, Philadelphia and Suk will be going to Mexico. <laughs> well, one of that is true. Oh, you are going to Mexico. I am. Yeah. I'm not going to Philly. Oh, I'm no. going to Kansas, <laughs> well, which is worse. Same difference. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> good Midwestern so, values. Uh, good to be back. Good to be back on the radio doing sports talk things. Uh, let's get to going here. You have inspired uh, today's poll question. Okay. You. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad I could. And your adventure. Me and the Dolphins. So we will uh, we will get to that next on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. 
Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right. Uh, <clears throat> here's our poll question today. As always, it is on our uh, Twitter account. Twitter's still around. I half expected to see it blown up. <laughs> Do you, you see him getting booed? Uh, who? Musk. No, it's it's, I, it's vicious. I've seen this. It's, it's hilarious. Good. Now, where was Elon Musk? Uh, Chappelle was in San Francisco doing his big comedy tour, like Chris Rock, and you know, sold out at the Chase Center. And for whatever reason, they they brought uh, Elon Musk on at, at the the very last part of it on the show. Yeah, they like like, like he was up on stage. He was up on stage with him, and they <laughs> just booed <laughs> him so bad. And Chappelle kept trying to like make light of it, and they would not stop. Anytime Musk went to do anything, say anything, they just kept booing him, and at one point, Musk just turned to Chappelle and goes, what do I do? It was one of the more awkward, and was Musk... He, was he talking, speaking? Things, he he couldn't get a word out. They just kept booing him, and now he's going on and saying, well, it was only like 10, it was like half booze, half, you know, <laughs> they booed wow. the f out of him yeah he okay. tried to drop a Chappelle's uh i'm, I'm rich. rich bitch and it it didn't land yeah. at oh, all dear. Oh, yeah. oh dear so is he can we before we get to the poll now that you mentioned that is he that awful i i couldn't tell you a lot of people are not uh, particularly thrilled with him but you know no, i understand that but that's true of anyone really that's that you know that that's that out there in the world you know i can't say i think much about him i think he's kind of douchey but uh lately he is he's taking uh, the brunt of it he's uh, so that's he, all cuz of twitter he's yeah it's he's he's uh okay. he's pissed off a lot of people have you noticed any changes with twitter There's, because i haven't no i mean but i'm also not on the fringes where you know people are you know dropping m bombs and you know well the, that's true you know and i think he had one today i think he was saying something about like uh, my pronouns are prosecute Fauci, and that obviously pisses certain people off. And oh. you know, it's yeah, it's he, oh, I see, yeah, yeah, it's it's one of those. Okay, well, anyway, uh, it is on Twitter at 1080 the fan. That's where it is housed. Twitter still exists, and it has a sponsor: AAA Heating and Cooling, family business helping families for over sixty years. AAA IAQ dot com. You are offered tickets to one of these games. Which do you choose? Any Super Bowl. Any Final Four, any college football playoff finale, or Army-Navy, which do you choose? (laughs) That is the poll that is inspired by you. Yeah. Well, I selfishly will say that uh, to me it's it's the Army-Navy game. Well, I might choose Army-Navy too, and I uh, don't have an affinity for it other than 
just hearing people talk about it. Yeah. It's it's it certainly is an experience. The the Super Bowl would be cool, but it, it seems like such a sanitized thing. Well, it's that, very corporate. Yeah, I might. All of those are very corporate, except for Army Navy. I think uh, should I have well, put... and, and it's corporate. It's just military corporate. It's you know, it's yeah. America corporate. Well, the so, coach got fired. I thought. Yeah, was, the coach got canned. Was it Navy's coach? Yeah, got turfed. Yeah, he got turfed. I don't even that. know who won the game, but I'm guessing he lost. Yes, in a brutal fashion. Was it a um, bad game? No, no. Navy was winning most of the time, then went into overtime, and and they they fumbled going in at the one. And it first was... overtime in 123 meetings, I think. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah very that first... game had never gone into never overtime? gone into overtime. Wow, that's a fun fact. <laughs> the only reason it snapped the under streak is that it went into overtime. And is that's... that a bad beat that I'm hearing? I from? had a horrible beat because I had Navy uh, and the under, and I was safe as so kittens. you were good. I was safe as kittens, and then it went to, it overtime. Went to overtime, and it, it, it kneecapped me. Because it was both. like 10-3 in the fourth, every, yeah. and then it was like 32-and-a-half, so it was easy. <laughs> and then they tied it 10-10, and both teams scored a touchdown in the yeah. overtime period. Am I wrong that that game is the same every year? It really is. Isn't it like 10-3 going into 17, every year? 17 straight years, uh, the under is hit until this one, and it, right? it took double overtime. Now, wait, could you bet in Philly, in Pennsylvania? Oh, you can, because yeah. of dra- you have DraftKings there's here. A, there's a casino literally out. Outside of the stadium. Oh, so the, they played at the they played the, at Link at the Lincoln Financial, the and so it's it's a nice setup because you have the Lincoln Financial, and then right across the street is the Wells Fargo where the Flyers and Sixers, and then across the other side of the street is uh, Citizens, the Philly Stadium, yeah, and then right on the other side of the street is a casino. Smart, a, a casino or a sportsbook? No, a casino with oh. a sportsbook in it. Amazing, a full fledged big giant casino with a sportsbook what in it. What a novel concept! You don't need to go anywhere. So, and did you bet in that, or did you bet on your app? No, I bet here before I, I left. So, well, how could you bet on college here? You can't bet on college. Here. Yes, you can. Uh, I have an offshore account that I bet college. Oh, I thought you were talking about no Dra- DraftKings. No, yeah, no. okay. Oh, you, you could go up to A and A and bet. Yeah, though, you if could you have wanted. bet that there. Yeah. yeah, no, that's true. Okay. Well, that's fun. I was in, uh, where was I? California on a layover. Mm-hmm. And the college football and college basketball lines popped up on my DraftKings. Yeah, and you're like, And oh, I got really excited. Yeah, like, hey, I can do this. And then I remembered those dumb Fs <laughs> voted it down. <laughs> Stupid. So I'm going to go to Alan A to place all my bull locks. There you go. Well, anyway, there's your poll question. I'd probably vote Army Navy, too. Um, although I'm wanting to see if the college football playoff finale can become like a, you know, over time. I, can become like a must see. I would. I wish, and this is this is why I, mine would go Army Navy. Uh, I'm going to go college football playoff. Then I'm going to go Final Four, and then I'm going to go Super Bowl. Super Bowl to me just uh, it's it's sanitized and it's not always a great game. I'm going to that, that's last for me. Not that I wouldn't go, but I wish the Final Four. It bums me out that they play that in these football stadiums. Yeah, see, that's last for me because of that. Yeah, it's you it, have to pay like you to get a decent seat. I mean, it's a small court in a huge stadium. Yeah, I don't like and it. And I get why they do that, but that's dumb. Like, yeah. why are people paying so much money to be so far away from the action? But if you told me that they were, you, I could watch a an NCAA final and it was going to be played in Allen Fieldhouse, or oh. or you know, wh- you know, whatever you want to play it at Rupp, you want to wherever, even an NBA arena. Well, that would change the Super Bowl too. Yes, I, if, w- I mean, you would never do this, obviously. But what if they had the Super Bowl in the home stadium of the favored team? Yeah, or it the, would. You know, it just it would be a, an entirely different one. But uh, having been to a couple national titles when Oregon played, that's a pretty even though it's 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 corporate, 
that to me is a better experience than than a Final Four or uh, yeah, those were cool. A Super Bowl that was cool. I've yeah. been to both a Super Bowl and a college oh. football playoff title, and the college football playoff energy is way better. Way it's, better, it's, it's, yeah, because like, the fans of the teams are there. Yeah, I, I really as think, opposed to the Super Bowl. Yeah, even if it is, there's some corporate elements to the college football playoff thing with sponsors and sponsor money. Like there are way more of those teams fans, yes. whereas the Super Bowl is more than half not fans of either team. Right. Yeah, but there's still fans of the teams at the Super Bowl. But yeah. it's better to get the college stadium where it's 50-50 and Definitely, all the yeah. fans are. Yeah, that's that's a good point. But both Oregon and Auburn and Oregon and Ohio State were both. And so one was at Arizona and the other one was in Dallas. The Auburn game was in Arizona. Yeah, and the, the Ohio State one was yes. in Dallas. And both of those were, and I know Oregon fan didn't come out on top, but those were those were cool. I, I, I was very, uh, I, I would have paid to go see that. That was awesome. So vote on our poll question. The only thing we ask here, because we have courage, uh, we ask that when you vote, vote hard. Yes. Our NFL Week 14 Wasabi. Week 14. Mm-hmm. Can you believe that? More importantly, my fighting Dan Campbells. Yeah. They're get, on my list here. Get on board. we got to talk about them. Get on board. Uh, we'll get to all of that uh, in a very fun segment next. It is 332. Here's Buck. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. We had a hot mic situation. That could have gone way worse. Well, the talk back button is right by the on button. And, and I mean way worse. Apparently my fat finger uh, hit the... I, I, he did hit the talk back button originally. And then when I took it off, apparently it was uh, on the on button. But so you just button, got my hot updates. Yeah, the interesting of all the things we say during the breaks, much of it could likely get us fired. Yes. Uh, of all the things, Suk accidentally turns on his mic so you can conveniently hear his bet bragging. Yeah. Funny how <laughs> yeah, that works. I was perfect in the NFL. I, you know, what can I what can I say? But uh, the for those that don't know, and that would be all of you, uh, how we talk to Buck, who is in another distant room, way over there, <laughs> is a button right above our microphone button. Yeah. So easy to. Well, you have to hold down the yeah, talkback button. It's, it's easy to knock your mic on. And so when you let go of the the talkback button, so that Buck can talk back to you, yeah, it's. I got fat fingers. They so. should almost be on two different sides of the desk, right? I need, and I don't like that the talkback button is this tiny little thing, and then the on button is like twice its size. Mm. It's not conducive to chubby fingers. Um, where were we? Uh, NFL Week 14 wasabi. Let's go. Where would you like to start? A lot happened. A lot did happen. Week 14. I mean, well, injuries happened. Uh, apparently, Tua sucks now. Justin Herbert's the greatest quarterback right. of all time. That showdown wasn't even close. <laughs> I, I love that that was like this on. Can I just say, for the record, the thing that drives me nuts, more so in the NFL than anything else, is the week-to-week uh, quarterback 
rise fall. Ah, yes. It's it's the most absurd thing. Well, and you know th- who the big uh, topic is today. Oh, Mike White? No. Oh. <laughs> Hello? I heard who? Brock Purdy, Oh, man. Brock Purdy. Yeah, there Mr. You go. Irrelevant. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. I had him out dueling Tom Brady. Did you have that? <laughs> I did. That was my 10-unit play. Oh, was it? The 49ers you were going to roll. You love me some Brock Purdy. I love me some San Francisco 49ers. That's what I love. Do you hear the story about his parents? No. How basically they weren't going to be coming to any of the Niners games this year because their, their kid was third string and they wouldn't expect him to play. But they're like, well, we should go out and see him at some point. So they looked at the calendar. They're like, well, Tom Brady's coming on this date. So they had already booked these plans to come and see him so that yes. they might see you know Tom Brady play a game. Greatness. And then they watched their kid beat Tom Brady. Yes, beat his ass. Yeah. Look, but here's the thing about Rock Purdy. Because now... Oh, uh, here it comes. You're going to poop all over him. No, I'm you? not. Like... The guy looks good. He's won two games, but I want you to realize that his numbers and his two starts are almost identical, and I mean identical, to one Bailey Zappi. Oh, my guy. And we did the same Wait, thing. He's already been benched. He's already been benched. Yeah, he's right? not playing tonight. And we've done the same thing with, with Billy Zappi. And Bailey. Bailey. I always Some say respect, Billy. Please. Yeah, I always think Billy, Billy Zapka. Zapka. Billy Zapka. Yeah. So Bailey. Bailey, my man. But we do this. I heard a national host today have the balls to come on and say that he's seen enough. The New York Jets have a franchise quarterback. Mike White? And Mike White. Really? I'm like, are you effing kidding me? Wow. it's That might be the dumbest thing I've ever heard, and that's saying a lot. And now we have to Wait, go they back. they lost. They lost. He's one and two. And by the way, he didn't have a great game, but he's so tough because he... <laughs> Boy, he, he did get his ass kicked. He got his ass kicked, but he came back. Therefore, you have a franchise quarterback. Who said that? Was that Mike Franz... Or, uh, um, um, Mad Dog Russo? <laughs> you might just be uh, previewing a little buy and sell coming up later on. Oh! so I'll right. take Purdy over White. So a couple weeks ago, Tua was in conversation for the, the NFL MVP and was having a phenomenal year and was top three or four in every statistical category that you had in the NFL. But here we are, two weeks later, and now granted, he didn't play good at all. Plain and simple. He, he, he stunk it up. And we thought last week was bad. This week was atrocious. And teams are playing them differently. You're seeing way more bump and run now. The idea was that you just had to play off these receivers that you did not want to get beat deep. And Miami's offense is based entirely on timing. Tua is very accurate, and the ball comes out of his hands quicker than just about anyone else in the NFL, and everything is timing, and he was phenomenal at it this year. Well, offensive line is is, is banged up. He doesn't have his tackles. And someone figured out, hey, let's just play up in these receivers' faces and see if we can disrupt their timing. And they've done it two weeks in a row, and they look terrible. But you had a guy that through 10 weeks was an NFL MVP guy, and now we're back to the national media. Two is the worst quarterback ever. He's terrible. The, the, it, nothing drives me more crazy in the NFL that we try to anoint quarterbacks after two to three weeks. Hey, he's a franchise guy, and you can have 10 weeks of good play but if you struggle once or twice, well, man, I told you, he sucks. Yeah, he's terrible. And move on. No one wanted well, him in the first place. What it's el- it's what asinine. Else they, what else are they supposed to talk about, well, man? How about um, having... All the 8 million shows that they have out well, there. How about the fact that you could actually talk about some of the really interesting stories in football and some of the great stories, and there were a lot of really good games, and stop going with the just the <laughs> cheesiest Stephen A. Smith blowhard take of the year. It's ridiculous. Well, I will have uh, you know that... My man, Brock Purdy, yes, in one quarter, mm-hmm. completed more deep outside the numbers tutties 
than Jimmy Garoppolo has in the last three seasons. I will 100% you can say it. that, And that's true. They feel way more comfortable with his arm throwing outside than they yes. do Jimmy Garoppolo. And think about that. No, that's not to say Brock Purdy's great at all. It's no, just but he, to they, say they trust that, his arm. that opens an element of play for them that yep. wasn't there before. Yeah. And then you add in McCaffrey and, well, Samuel got hurt he got their run game. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, and now we will see because— If you're a Niner fan, which we're not, except for Buck, he is. Yeah, I like the Niner. Are you excited, Buck? Hello? Are you listening? Uh, No, I was getting audio for you guys. Oh, uh, the Niners uh, with Purdy, uh, how do you feel about it? Let's let's hear the homer. Um, It's one of those things I think that Kyle Shanahan is like the best— kind of coach for this type of situation, but it still scares me in the long run. I think ultimately you're going to run into a defense that's too smart and too good for a guy that has yeah. this little experience. Get a little, so, get a little tape. I thought he did some really good things yesterday. They broke. I saw some of the stuff they were breaking down today on the NFL shows and where he was pump faking and avoiding pressure, and it looked like he understands what he's supposed to be doing yeah. out there, but I. But it's we've seen one week of it, and I think a rude awakening has to be coming. Well, well and, you remember and, the whole Nick Mullins thing? Yes. That was in San Francisco. But, but he was, one, he was playing against a Tampa Bay team that sucks. Yeah. They're not good. They're terrible. But he was 16 of 21 for 185, two touchdowns. It sounds very Jimmy Garoppolo-like. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's what they're asking him to do. But this is what I was saying with the quarterback thing that just drives me bananas. Like, you you, you played a very good game, and we have very little tape on what Brock Purdy can do. Teams will adjust. We see this all the time. You will, you will as, as Buck said, there's going to be some bumps along the road. But when you play... With a defense like they have. It's 85 Bears stuff. This defense is filthy. And you have a great complement of weapons. Kind of the same thing that Tua has going on. When you surround him with uber-talented guys, you can tell your quarterback, hey, man, we're not going to ask you to do a ton. We're going to ask you to do simple reads. You're going to throw the ball 20 times a game. You're going to play within our system. And if you do that, we're going to be successful. And I'm not saying that that anyone can do that. But you can make guys, especially early on when we don't really know what his weaknesses are, you can make them look good. So if you're San Francisco, you're flying really high right now knowing that you've got a team that can win a Super Bowl and you think that maybe you found a quarterback that can basically do what you wanted Garoppolo to do, which was play in the confines of the system. But he's also your third string. Exactly. And that's what I think. We love nothing more in football than the unassuming low-round draft pick or undrafted white quarterback who's clearly been paying attention in the quarterback room. Yes. We love that. That's Mike White. That's Brock Purdy. Every like you said, you mentioned Zappy. He's come and gone. There's so, so many of so them. Many. Have, Nick Mullins and down and that have come and gone. Uh, not Nathan Peterman. <laughs> no. But see that I think that's what it is. Like we see performances like Nathan Peterman, and and then we go, well, it can't be that easy. And yeah. then you and then you re, and of course we all know how important the quarterback position is, yeah. and we know how important it is to have a franchise guy. And then the teams that don't have one get a guy like Purdy or White, and then you go, it's just like that, like we were talking in the first segment about hope, to bring it back to hope. It's like, well, maybe this guy. Yeah, you know, can be the guy, and it rarely works out that way. Very rarely. Um, but at the same time, it's we love it as yeah. fans. Yeah. We absolutely eat that up. That's like one of our favorite things. There are the best way I can put it, it when it comes to quarterbacks. There's a handful of guys that it doesn't matter. They're just they're dudes. They're different. And there's not many of them. There's not many. It is, and any given year, I, you can count them on one hand. And now there's varying degrees of this, but I believe almost everyone else in the NFL is a product of circumstance. And now, granted, some guys obviously have higher ceilings and lower, you know, than, than than others in those circumstances. 
But so much of that is is just it's circumstances. It's it's system. It's talent around you. Having to go to a line. Having a smart offensive coach. And when you marry a bunch of those good things together, you get something that that can look really good. But you can also have it where it looks really bad. Like where you know, you're going along for a couple of weeks and we're like, hey, this is fantastic. And then the reality comes swinging back the other way because at the end of the day, make no mistake about it, what Mike White is doing or what you know Purdy is doing or whether it's Zappy or, or anyone, you are looking at the hardest thing to do in all of sports. Which, which is, is why we're rooting for those guys, yes. right? Like, so that's why we love yeah. to see them come in yeah. and have success. We're just, that's like, it's Rudy. Yeah. It, that's what we love about it. Yeah. That's why you get a lot of yeah. what you know talking about with the pomp and circumstance the, yes. around one or two good it, games. And like we we're, we're, we spent all year digging at Herbert, <laughs> and now I, didn't. He, I know, but I'm saying that a lot of the the national media types, dude, that guy's the man. He, like we're taking shots at him, and then he comes out and he has a game against the Dolphins, and now we're back to well, I told you he's the best. He's one of the four best in the league, and you're like, oh my god, if one game swings your opinion whether you're a franchise guy or not, or whether you're an elite guy or not, then you need to watch more football because you're a dumbass. <laughs> you got to stop listening to the pundits, man. They're getting you all riled up. That's their whole job. They're doing a pretty good job. I'm kind of scared for uh, for Stockwatch now, to be honest yeah. with you. <laughs> you're gonna piss him off, and it's already. He just got away. He just got back from vacation. I try to I, when you know, it's especially Monday. on Mondays. Like I try to get a a, a wide view um, of hey, of just kind of the thirty thousand feet, thirty thousand feet view. Dilfer. And I don't know if there is another view that is uh, as cloudy and this is, it's stupid than the way we talk well, about quarterbacks in the world of sports. You're too level-headed, man. Let us fans <laughs> dream. Mike White. I've seen enough! Brock Purdy, man. Mike, no, Mike White. Mike White. One and two, Mike White. Did you know Purdy was... 12 mi- points. Purdy was Mr. Irrelevant. I did know that. The last guy taken in oh, the Oh, believe me, they'll let that you know. Adds the the, that adds to the legend. Although, you know what? How about this for hope? Sometimes, sometimes, once in a generation, some unknown cheese whatever comes from the the, the back half. Great point. And someone gets hurt. Great point. Drew Bledsoe punctures a lung. Great point. He goes in. Great point. He wins the Super Bowl. Great point. And next thing you know, he's stooping supermodels. That's Tom Brady. And this 49er team, if if healthy, this 49er team can win a Super Bowl with... Well, uh, with competent mid-level quarterback play, well, and that legend that, will grow. But we've seen that before. Yes, with I mean, yeah, Garoppolo yeah. got him to the brink of one. Yeah. So obviously they can do that. I just wonder how many people could slide in as quarterback in San Francisco and have success because, like I said, it's circumstance. Circumstance. That offense is fantastic. Kyle yes. Shanahan is cutting edge. Yes. And it's the same with what and I know Tua's had a couple bad games here yeah, on the West same, Coast, same but it's thing. the same thing that McDaniel's doing with Tua yep. in Miami is those coaches make those quarterbacks look good. Mm-hmm. You wonder how many guys uh, – I'm trying to think of a guy. Well, okay, here's an interesting one like Zach Wilson. You mentioned Mike uh, White. Yeah. Zach Wilson in San Francisco. Does he have success because he's at the Shanahan in a good run game? I think he would have better success, but unfortunately for Zach Wilson, it sounds like what's undoing Zach Wilson is Zach Wilson, and yeah. that takes into account if you don't have the work ethic and you're just uh, you can't pull okay. your head. Yeah, Kenny Pickett. Kenny, yes. Kenny Pickett is a god right now in the NFL if he plays in San Francisco. I think he. I think we'd be talking about Kenny Pickett way, way differently. Way differently. Yeah. Like right now, and 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 I got hurt, but in, in in Pittsburgh, it's like, well, you know, maybe you have something. And if he was in San Francisco, we would be up 
Kenny Pickett's keister with praise and love and sunshine. Yes, we would. Yeah. All right, we have breaking sports news regarding Chris Beard, the Texas coach. We'll get to that next. And um, are the stupid Lions going to make the playoffs? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 3.52 on the fan. All right, uh, mentioned breaking news regarding Chris Beard, the Texas basketball coach. <laughs> Not for long. Uh, he has been suspended. Yeah. You're maybe waiting for me to say he's been fired. Oh, no. They got to wait for the, uh, the the details of this to trickle out, and then uh, they'll fire him with cause, or they'll probably come up with some sort of settlement. He won't coach again at Texas. He was arrested on assault charges, uh, domestic violence, 12.15 in the morning. I don't know when that was. I don't know if it was. I don't know when it was. but I think it was Sunday. They said the call was a, a hot spot call, which means someone's life is in danger mm-hmm. or public safety is in danger. Yeah, I think one of the charges was uh, like they, they. I I don't know why they use all the like. There's so many weird terms, but it was basically like restricting the airway. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it was like a third degree assault, which in in Texas or in this case constituted impeding one's ability to breathe or something like right. that. Yeah, you know what? It's going to impede his ability to coach because he's his ass is fired. Can I just say that he's always seemed like a great a jerk i don't know that i can't i don't have any real well, opinion don't you remember the whole thing about how he was hiding out so he left texas tech yes and everybody was pissed at him yeah um i don't remember the situation there but the the um one of his assistants stayed and took over texas tech and it became this big thing because he pissed all over that guy because he didn't go to texas with him yeah. and, and it was that's already a little bit of a rivalry anyway and texas he got texas tech to the um, brink of a championship. Right? Yeah, they, 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 they played. Yeah, they played Virginia. Yeah, they lost to Virginia. Um, so then he goes to Texas, but then they they return to go play, and everybody's waiting. Uh, they to go to go play in Lubbock as the Texas coach, and everybody's waiting at his bus, and he wouldn't get off the bus. You remember mm. that whole thing? I don't remember that. Yeah, we talked about it briefly here, but it was this whole thing. He looked. He's a coward. Yeah, and he's one of those. He's a Brian Kelly type. Yeah. Of heavy-handed, red ass. He's a coach. He's just an, he's just an ass. Yeah, yeah and, and he's just always seemed that way. And uh, now to to see that there's you know a violent streak to him is uh, well, and then they unfortunately came, it's not shocking. And they came out and the university did the uh, they take these matters uh, of interpersonal violence involving members of his community seriously. Given the information available, the university has suspended him from his position of head coach mm-hmm. of men's basketball and withhold pay until further notice. This will he'll come up with some sort of buyout. They'll come and, and say, Look, step down, resign. We'll give you a little uh, chump change here, or we'll just fire you and we'll see you in court because we're not paying you. He doesn't recover from this one, and he will be the new head basketball coach at Liberty. Oh, 100%. Well, you know why? How much second want, chances? I'm guessing, and I'm, I'm not kidding on this. I'll bet you within I'll go two weeks because you got to let this play out, right? See, you know, what happens, whether they drop the charges or the wife doesn't, you know, pursue them or whatnot. But I'm guessing in a, I'll give you a two to three week time frame, we get a man of faith. We get a man of the Lord. Mm. I take this very seriously. That's right. I need to be better. But through the power of Jesus. It's all in the playbook. He will be, he will be healed. And then, yes, liberty. What better place than the Jerry Falwell Institute to open our arms to second chance people like Chris. Might I? Um, I just looked this up just because I was like, oh, I wonder who Liberty's coach is now. Yeah. Do you know who their basketball coach is? I do not. Richie McKay. Is it really? Yes. Get right the hell out of town. And he's a man of faith. Well, you have to be to be right? at Liberty. I mean, 
Yeah, it goes without well, saying. I guess, mm. I guess so. But he was, am I think, is that the same guy, right? The Oregon State guy from back in the day? Uh, Portland State, Oregon State? No? Anyone? I don't. Hello? I don't know. That Richie McKay? I got to read his bio now. Yeah, now we Damn gotta... it. Now I'm down a rabbit hole. Why do I care about this? I don't know. I don't know, but it's Liberty, and don't we all care about Liberty? And by the way, I have friends, or uh, I have family in Lubbock, mm-hmm. and they're huge Texas Tech honks. Yeah. I was texting back and forth with them today. They hated him while they were there. Even though he was really good? Yeah. Well, yeah, of course, because you know how it is. Yeah. The scorned lover. <laughs> oh. The very same of Oregon State. Yeah, Richie okay. McKay. He's the coach at Liberty. Yeah. By Remember the way, he year? went Portland State, Colorado State, Oregon State, New Mexico, Liberty, Virginia, and now back at Liberty. Virginia. Wait, he was the head coach of Virginia. He was an associate, associate head, head coach. coach. Okay. Um, what was I going to tell you? Oh, they said uh, rumors, and they weren't very uh, well. They they weren't really a. Se- it, it's not a secret that Chris Beard is a heavy alcoholic. Oh, well. Just look at his nose. No. He's got that. He's got, got the, that big red. He's got oh, the big boy. red nose, and he's angry, and you know. So basically, kinda... what you're saying is he's a coach. <laughs> Well, I mean, they're I, not I, all like that. Will I, you stop being a cynic I hate, for two minutes? I hate to do that. but Richie McKay's not like that. It, I feel like that is a lot of coaches. No, I know. Well, of course. We've talked about... How many times have we talked about this? Yes. I, I feel... A billion times. Yes. It's Bob Knight, and it's like the lowest common denominator control freak yep. theory of, you know, I'm going to strong arm you into getting what I want out of you, and there's a lot of success in that. That's the problem. Yes. There's success in money, and then we're like, oh, this guy's great. Why? Because he's because he can because, because he can win ball games. Keep, yeah, exactly. And, and you can overlook everything until That's you strangle right. your wife. Yeah, just don't do that part. But uh, it's if you fine. Do, just cover it, it up. Just cover it up, and then and say if you don't. Then go to liberty. Yeah, say that you're a man of the Lord. Talk about second chances, and then you know what? Hey, Rob. Yeah, when you are without sin, then cast stones. Because if someone says something, then we just find out that That's someone fair. else did something once, and then we like, wow, you're not perfect, and That's then you like, you shut up. But then and, they say like, oh, I once. Uh, I once jaywalked. Yeah. So you're not perfect. I and am, I once uh, strangled my wife almost to death, so I'm not perfect. Therefore, we're the same. I am a jaywalker. Neither of us are perfect. Convicted jaywalker. So well, think about that. The timing of this is perfect, but the very same Amy Dash that was providing us updates on the Antonio Brown situation has been giving us now info on Chris Beard's situation. She knows everything. The woman told police, quote, he choked me, threw me off the bed, bit me, bruises all over my leg, throwing me around and yeah. going nuts. And he's not married. This, he, apparently, oh, this girlfriend? Is, yeah, this is his girlfriend. Okay. He's had a long-time girlfriend. When I just saw the domestic... He's a commitment foe, it appears. Yeah, domestic violence. I guess that doesn't have to be the, uh, the yeah. life. By the way, did we ever... No. Did we ever figure it out? And is yes. Antonio Brown still under Standoff siege? Standoff still on? I don't know. You missed what? this. You were what? gone. No, it, I was there. I was here for Oh, that. he was here when it started. Yeah, yeah. but and no, it was no, still no. Going it's it's still going. going when you left. They just... So they want to arrest him, but he won't come out of there his is, It's been like yes, seven days, there, at least it was last week. Well, it was week. seven days on Thursday. So now we're into, you know, what? Eight, nine, ten, eleven. I believe this is day eleven or twelve. So, yeah, so there is a cop outside of his home with a megaphone, and they're trying to talk to him. He won't Still? Still. And so they said that there will be a police presence outside of his house, and they said that there's only one way this can end, and that's with his surrender. But then Antonio Brown was tweeting out, like on, uh, I guess not tweeting, it was like on Snapchat. He's got a lady in there with him, and he was uh, he was posting photos of them in bed together. <laughs> So as far as I know, he's still in his house and has been now for a week and a half while the cops are waiting to arrest him on domestic violence charges. Chris Beard should have taken notes. Yeah. I'm just Chris going. Beard's still in 
isn't Beard still behind the? Yeah. Well, at least this morning he was booked at like four in the morning. Oh, so it was today. It, it was, was this morning. Well, it was this, last yeah, night. it was last night or this morning. He's still in. So he got booked, and at least when I saw this morning that he was awaiting uh, bond hearing or whatever, you know, he was awaiting for the the procedures to to kind of run its run its course. So he may have gotten out now, but about ten when I was reading, he was still in the Huskow. All right. Well, I hope you're right that he never coaches again there. But something tells me, you know, money talks, and he's a pretty good coach. And well, and as someone points out, what is the abuse-to-win ratio? <laughs> That's right. What is the chokeholds-to-win ratio? That is the number you need. I mean, we talk about the rape-to-win ratio Come in football, now. but in basketball, then we just go to the choke. Right now. Yeah. Scoots. <laughs> yeah. That's all started with Art Bryles. You know, it, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Texas. It's a thing. Look, if you're going to get a state that's willing to overlook uh, right. some domestic violence— for being a good coach, look, it starts at Texas, does it not? I think so, I especially because they're really desperate to win. I know. Like, they really I feel win. like the Longhorns are desperate to win at everything, and they really don't win a lot. Like They don't get enough flack for having every possible resource you could want and yet really not being that successful. No, you're right. Right? I mean, and, and, and all the, their, their main programs, they, they make more money than anyone else, including Ohio State. It's the number one funded athletic program in the country. They always say it's like the number two or number three brand in all of college football. Um, they have unlimited boosters, unlimited NIL. They've been paying kids for decades, way before NIL. They'll spend money on anything, and yet, I, you know, they don't really win a whole lot. So Beard is 29-13 and 13 there. Mm, I don't so this know. is just his second season. I don't know if that's good enough. I don't know if that's good enough to uh, not yet to get away with it. Yeah, it depends on how they view. Like if they think that he's the guy, yeah, he's on the up and uh, on, on the come up. I, I something tells me that he'll coach there. Yeah, because his attorney uh, again. I mean, his attorney has already said uh, Chris Beard should never have been arrested, and the people. Uh, that are accusing him want him released immediately, and like oh, this we've, is we've already gone down that road. Oh yeah, they're already going down the. This is ridiculous that this mm. is even a thing. So, I guess we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> it wasn't really a strangulation; is it was a more so just a a firm grasp. How about that? That's right. God. And a good question from a texture: Can what if you're the DoorDash guy for Antonio Brown? <laughs> Like what do you do? You just yeah, you go deliver the ham sandwich, or well, you leave it on the door to yeah. doorstep. I think the window. Well, I, I think so. they just open a window and then you huck it, like maybe one of those T-shirt cannons. And you just shoot a cheesesteak <laughs> in through the, the the window. All right, we got to run. We're way behind. Uh, the Lions are probably going to win the Super Bowl, so we'll get to that next. Followed by our stock watch on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.